When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You know me as host of the Mo Kelly Show, Saturday from 6 to 8 p.m. and Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. In 2023, which is just days away. I'll probably have to buy a new car. Have to. If only because the car I have now, Honda Civic, has about 120,000 miles, and I would rather be able to gift it to one of my blended sons while it still has some life in it. And also, I'm about ready to get something else, and it will probably probably be an EV. That's me. Not because it's a reflection of politics, not because it's a reflection of climate change and I want to help the environment. No, I just think I want an EV. It's just that simple. It's not that complicated. Not a virtual, uh, virtue signal. Not trying to send a message to anyone. In the way that you may have purchased a Ram, a Dodge Ram 150 or a Ford F-150 or something like that. Good for you. For me, I think I'm going to get an EV. And I'm looking at who qualifies for the $7,500 credit next year, and it won't be me. I don't know if you've seen this, Tuala, but there are so many hurdles and addendums and complications, which means there's no way in the world I'm going to get the $7,500 credit. Now, on the surface, it's available to people who buy certain new electric vehicles as well as some plug-in gas, electric, hybrids, and hydrogen fuel cell vehicles. For people who buy a used vehicle, 
that runs on battery power, a $4,000 credit will be available. But it's always the fine print. And you wonder how many uh, vehicles or types of vehicles will be available or eligible for the credit. GM and Tesla have the most EVs assembled in North America. That's part one. It's got to be assembled in North America. Okay. And each also makes batteries in the U.S. But because of the of these of these requirements for where batteries, minerals, and parts must be manufactured in North America for the car that you buy to be eligible for the credit. I'm just talking about the car. I'm not talking about the buyer like in, like me. These vehicles would receive only half of the tax credit, $3,750. GM says its eligible EV should qualify for the $3,750 credit by March with the full credit available in 2025. In other words, GM is not manufacturing enough of the EVs or its subsequent uh, uh, relative parts to qualify for the full credit. So if you go in expecting to get the full $7,500 credit, and it's just a function of any car that you buy that's an EV. No, 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 no. You probably won't get it. Now, eligible buyers to receive the full $7,500 tax incentive for qualifying models in early 2023, there's you, the buyer, and also the car. You, this is almost funny, to qualify let me go back to the car. New electric sedans cannot have a sticker price above $55,000. So the car can't be tricked out or anything like that. Okay. Okay. It's got to be relatively inexpensive. Cannot have a sticker price above $55,000. You got that, right? Yep. The average EV now costs over $65,000. So I have to have a below average EV yeah. in car to qualify. The car. Now, the individual, as in like me, since I want to buy one, to qualify for the credit, you individually cannot have an income, an adjusted gross income above $150,000 a year if you're single and $300,000 if you're filing jointly and two twenty-five dollars if head of a household. So the odds of... A person who could afford an EV because the average one costs sixty-five thousand. That's if if you're going to get an average one. Mm -hmm. You won't qualify if you buy an average one. It's going to have to be a below-average one because it can't have a, a higher sticker price than fifty-five thousand unless it's a pickup truck or SUV, and it can't be over eighty thousand. Would you say California is a wealthy state? Yeah, it is. I'm just saying, but to get yeah. this particular tax credit. No, I got you. California is a wealthy state. Yeah, according to Gavin Newsom, we got according this, to Gavin Newsom, you know, right? this surplus and everything. And so still by 2035, they haven't changed this. They are still trying to ban gas-powered cars by 2035. Right, 12 years away. Okay, 12 years away. I still plan on being alive. I know my kids will be full-on driving. I hope so. Together, right? Yeah. Um, God willing. With all the money California has, I think that they should start developing some form of rebate that could go towards anyone who has a gas-powered car, paying it off, and then using this to, to go on and get us into electric vehicles, or offer some type of stipend rebate, something towards Californians in for us to go to on this. in addition to this to actually purchase 
an electric vehicle. Well, to your point, Tuwala, what I was talking about was just for a new EV. Let's say you want to get a used EV. You are economical in nature. Sure. Okay. Buyers cannot earn more than $75,000. Oh, oh, hell. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, you, you're not allowed to make more than $75,000 if you're single, $150,000 if filing jointly, or $112,000 head of household. So again, again, it is virtually impossible to qualify for the full $7,500 tax credit, which says to me, then what's the freaking point? Yeah. I can't buy a car, a new car, with a sticker price above $55,000. Sedan. They're not the serious. A- the average one is $65,000, all right? And if I do buy it, I, you know, I can't make more than uh, $150,000. What as you know for a new car? Now, if it's used, I can't make more than seventy five thousand. You're not serious. What's the point of even having the tax incentive? Because it's not an incentive. It's 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 a deterrent at this point. It it, it you, the likelihood of fitting in that particular box of not making too much money, but enough where you can afford an EV. Mm-hmm. If, if, yeah. For you to. Uh, be able to afford an, an EV, $7,500 tax credit. I didn't say rebate. I said tax credit is not going to make a, a hell of a lot of difference. All they're saying is we have this surplus of money that is going to go to an impossible targeted population. And so when it's all said and done, we will be going to some fancy restaurant and eating on money that was supposed to be going to you. You mean like the French Laundry? Who said that? Nope. Nope. This is the John and Ken Show. KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Mo Kelly here. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm always intrigued by the evolution, the subtle evolution of our day-to-day lives, the things that we have to do, the things we have to use, the places that we live, things of that nature. And this is almost a connection to the last segment when we were talking about how... If we were to get an EV, the $7,500 credit, which is almost impossible to reach. How in California, Tawala made mention of it, how we're supposed to be going to all electric vehicles in the 2030s. I don't know if that's going to happen, but you know that's what Governor Newsom says is going to happen. So it must be true. But I wonder how that plays out elsewhere. If we're trying to move to a greener, air quotes, economy, greener California, I bet you didn't know this. Los Angeles specifically will require all new buildings to be electric only starting in 2023. In fact, back in early December, L.A. became the 69th and largest city in the state to require all new buildings to be all electric. It's the law of the land starting uh, actually the end of January, according to the ordinance. And that means from materials to gas hookups, existing buildings will make up more than 40% of L.A.'s greenhouse gas emissions. And, I, and I'm sharing this with you as someone who has never really been into the whole climate change discussion. I'm more worried about the here and now. I'll have to leave it to my blended sons and my nephew and the future generations. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm focused on the here and now. The climate change is just not my fight. You can't fight for everything about everything. 
That's just not me. That's for someone else. But I think this is important because this does impact me and you directly as far as what new buildings will be built here in L.A. So as I was saying, from materials to gas hookups, existing buildings make up more than 40 percent of L.A.'s greenhouse gas emissions. And this is the reason why the city wants to make sure new buildings do not add to that carbon footprint. But that also includes dwellings, apartments and houses and I remember, well, put it this way, my house now has gas. In other words, we have a, a gas stove as opposed to an electric stove where it's gas heated. Uh, the water heater is gas related. Electric, and, and there's some houses in our development which have solar power, but it's mostly gas. I hope they've improved the electric stoves. And I know you cook, Tawala. It's impossible to cook on an electric stove presently. It's impossible. I've done it, but only as a bachelor. Not like cook, cook. No, you can't cook again. You can't cook anything evenly. Uh, the food takes forever to warm up. Forever, yeah. The burners. No, it's forget about that. Why they think that people are going to readily move to this when you're able to burn the way that I do, and you want that that fire? No, no. In a in a dwelling uh, standpoint, induction cooktops instead of gas stoves. Heat pumps instead of traditional heat and air conditioning units and no fireplaces or outdoor fire pits that burn gas. I have an outdoor fire pit. Yeah. It burns gas. Um, I don't like this. Now, Mark Ronner, he is all electric everything. I know that. Not true. I do cook a lot, and I've been reading a lot how gas stoves leak, though, and can poison the inside of your house. So, so they say. No, it's uh, not. So they say. I, don't you dare just dismiss <laughs> that and deny it. No, I've been reading a lot about it. In fact, there's a guy you should follow on Twitter named David Roberts who posts about that and about heat pumps as well. I follow all this stuff about as well as a layman can. Yes, you do. And uh, it's pretty interesting stuff to see how things are shaping up on that on that front. I cook a lot, so I, I pay attention to this. Okay, if you cook a lot, then you know the inherent difficulties of using an electric range as they're presently constructed. Would you agree with that? Uh, I hate to say it, and I, I hope you take this in the way that I uh, oh, mean it. Here comes the insult. I don't care. Do you understand what I'm saying? Wait, 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 no. You may not care, but you will at least acknowledge the difference in how food tastes, ease of cooking— between the two methods? Not enough so that it really has a huge impact on my life. No, I don't care. I, I, I want to play along with you, but Eric, <laughs> on this no, one, I'm I don't. Saying, no, I'm, 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 I'm I mean, I, I don't I'm really shocked. have any skin in the game, but I'd, I'd like how it tastes over a flame, like yeah. with food. I like yeah. that little char. Yeah. You know, you I want the char. Electric. Yeah. Concur. Okay. That, that's all we're saying. There is a difference between gas and electric when it comes to cooking. That's that's all we're saying. All right? Okay. I'm not saying that I gas, wasn't trying to start anything. No, well, I was. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Usually you meet me in the middle of the yeah, ring, but okay. not today right. for whatever reason. But according to this story, a bigger challenge in this transition we've been telling you about and higher costs will be in retrofitting the existing buildings, which could include... Uh, apartment dwellings and obviously uh, business uh, in in just in um, I guess what's the word I'm looking for commercial commercial buildings as well as residential 
buildings and how that's going to uh, pan out. I'm all for moving into the future. I'm all for it. But I'm not so sure I want to give up my gas as of, as of yet. Now, gas car, that's one thing. Gas stove, no. No. Because I, I and I'm not dismissing, Mark Runner, I'm not dismissing what you're saying and what other people have said regarding gas. No, and I take your point. It can be overwhelming to keep track of all this stuff at once. And it's like, sometimes it's just like, I just want to cook some food, okay? Right. Get off my back. Right. And, and, and there is an area in between not wanting to use a gas stove and a microwave, okay? And I would say like a, an electric range is in that middle standpoint. If I want to cook something rather quickly, I know I can still actually cook it rather quickly with a gas stove. Here's what you do. Get an air fryer. It's life-changing. Got it. Life-changing. Yes. yes. And it's electric, too. Yep. And it's wonderful. Now, Eric, do you at least have an air fryer? No. You just have a microwave. Yes. This is how you're going to uh, get your wife, Eric. Get an air fryer. They're wonderful. Copy that. No, no. So he That is actually some great advice. Not only get an air fryer, start learning how to cook things with it, and you will be amazed at not only how much easier it makes your life, but how much better it makes your food taste. All right. All right. And, Duly noted. And, and Mark, as the, the resident chef here, gave you the thumbs up. <laughs> no, I'm saying no, Do it. Ser- no, seriously. It's, I, it's one of these things where you kind of want to go the other direction because you're so sick of hearing other people talk about it and post about it and post pictures of their food. But in this case, no, it's true. It's really good. And it's not quite as fast as a microwave, but your food will taste a thousand times better. How different is it in the taste of frying something in oil oh, versus... N- not even close. You get a, a crispness uh, okay. to the food. So you still get that crispy... Oh, no, no, no. It's meant for that. Okay, okay. <laughs> it okay. is absolutely meant sure. for that. Like if you had, I'm trying to think, some fries, for example. Put them in an air fryer as opposed to a deep fryer or as opposed to frying them in a skillet on top of a stove, the taste is not even comparable. Uh, exactly right. Exactly. Now, right. are you and talking frozen fries or are you talking either, reheat? Either. Also, I, you can reheat via the air fryer. Uh, okay. Fries are great because they're much healthier as well. Chicken breasts. You're never yes. going to want to cook a chicken breast in your oven again for the rest of your life. We do salmon. We do like tilapia, fish, just uh, poultry in the air fryer. It's great. Yeah, you uh, you raise an excellent point. Fish and chips are terrific in the air fryer. Like old style fish and chips, if you if you uh, you know put the batter on on them, it's just like you've gone to a restaurant, except it's not thirty dollars for an order. <laughs> well, I wouldn't order fish and chips for thirty dollars. I just that's just me. Maybe because you're from what kind, like, what kind of Pacific Northwest? No, 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 no. If if it's a Look, if I'm going to get salmon, it's not going to be fish and chips style, okay? It's just not. I, I have standards. Your you, mileage may vary. Yeah. You may not have, not have standards, Eric, but I got standards when it comes to I that. don't eat cooked fish. Really? Yeah, I don't like the texture. Well, there's a whole other segment okay. right there. <laughs> John and Ken Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Anyone who's ever listened to the John and Ken Show knows newsperson Deborah Mark is a Big cruiser, like I am. In fact, Deborah and I have talked many times over the years about our love of cruising, different destinations, different ports, different cruise lines, all that. 
And for anyone who is wondering whether we're truly out of the pandemic in the sense of how we lived our day-to-day lives, how we went about uh, travel, let me give you some good news. Southern California's cruise industry specifically, and I think this is indicative of the larger cruise industry, nothing but smooth sailing, as they say, pun intended, for the foreseeable future. Not since 2019 have you had a cruise ship in which masks are no longer required. Now, most of the cruise lines have also dropped COVID-19 vaccination and testing requirements for passengers. But one or more protocols may still be required depending on the port that you may visit or subtle rules like that. But specifically out of Southern California, it is really good news because they've never had more cruise lines and more offered destinations and let me put some put some numbers to it. Since the 15-month shutdown in March 2020, LA and Long Beach harbors alone are scheduled to have 28 different cruise ships of 10 major lines and 450 more itineraries and destinations which will be available during the coming year. Now, I look at this as someone who has cruised extensively. Part of the reason why we did not do many cruises out of L.A., one, because back before 2019, there were limited offerings. There were limited places that you could go. There were fewer cruise lines. This makes it much different. Now, I've only taken one cruise out of Los Angeles, and that was to the Mexican Riviera. Now, there's some geographical limitations here. If only because my wife and I, we like to do seven-day cruises. I've done a three-day, but mostly seven-day cruises. And for you to really get anywhere from Los Angeles, you're pretty much up and down the, the Pacific coast. You know, you may go to Mexico. You may go to Alaska. You may even go to Hawaii. But that's about it for the most part. And my wife and I, we want to get around the world. So there are fewer locations which we can reach out of Los Angeles ostensibly. Now, we may look into if there's maybe a 7- or 10-day cruise out of Los Angeles, which will maybe take us to Tokyo, if we could hit Asia or something like that. But we'd have to look at the itinerary. But we have cruised. We've flown into Rome, and I don't say this as a boast. I'm just saying sometimes you have to fly into a location so you can go on a cruise from that location. We've flown into Rome to go on a Mediterranean cruise, and that was Royal Caribbean. We've flown into Puerto Rico, and that was maybe a, about six months before Puerto Rico had that uh, really bad hurricane, which they lost all the power, and it took a long time for Puerto Rico to rebound it. I don't think they've fully rebounded from that. And those were great experiences, but many times you just have to fly in. Leaving out of Los Angeles, there might be more locations to go, but I'd have to see the particular itineraries. And I've been trying to get Tim Conway Jr. to go on a cruise. He says, Mo, do you really go on a cruise? And I said, yeah. He said, I don't know. I said, just try a three-day one. Just together? To sh- you want to go together with him? Yes. Yes. I want to. The two of you? I want to room with Tim. You're talking about the germaphobe before COVID, trying to get him on a Cruise? Yeah, right. Same Mo. dude. No, yeah, right. I, I, all I'm saying is he has asked me on multiple occasions what it's like. My wife is a germaphobe. 
I know it's it's not impossible. There are things that you can and can't do, things you should and should not do if you're a germaphobe. Like Ray going in the jacuzzi? Yeah, like we don't go in the jacuzzis. <laughs> we don't go in the pools, for example. No, you. it's funny, but that's true. And Ray is another person who's gone on cruises. Ray got COVID the last time he went on a cruise. Don't bring that up right now, please. <laughs> but, but... You know, my wife got COVID just because she was around relatives. So then there's that. <laughs> I got COVID from working a concert. There you go. There you go. But as far as if you are a germaphobe, if and when you go on a cruise, for the most part, you're fine with the exception of the eating areas. Because there's the formal sit-down dinner where you may sit and they have the formal meals and you'll have your own table and everything. But for the most part, you want to eat whatever you want. And and for Royal Caribbean, they have this place called the Windjammer, which is buffet style. And we all know buffet style can lead to all sorts of issues. Now, the last cruise that I went on, it was before the pandemic. They had started changing how buffet style food was. In other words, you, they, you could uh, you had single use like coffee mugs. You couldn't go and get refills. You have to get a new cup. When I say new, uh, a sterilized cup altogether. You couldn't just use the same one over and over again. Um, but for the most part, you know, if you stay away from the buffet places, if you're worried about COVID, you should be fine. That in the pools. And you say, well, why would you go on a cruise ship then? No, there are plenty of things to do on a cruise ship having nothing to do with either of those things. Oh, cruises are incredible. Oh, you've been? Oh, I've been on two cruises okay. in my life. Yeah, I've okay. been to Mexico and Alaska. They're, they're great. Princess cruises, incredible time. Yeah. But been on- I will say I was, the oldest I ever was on a cruise was 18. So it's like I haven't really fully experienced a cruise as an adult. That's an so, off-air conversation. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yes. There are benefits to, I, the first cruise I took was to the Bahamas and I was by myself. Oh, hey now. But I was not by myself. Let me tell you. Good times, good memories, good stories. Many years ago, that was Carnival. But for me, I've never done Princess. I've heard good things about Princess. But I want to do Holland. And I, for the most part, we usually do Royal Caribbean. I've heard Viking cruises are great. I've I've only been on Princess, so I, I don't have any other experience with other cruise lines. Mark Ronner, you're Pacific Northwest. You've probably had opportunity. I like the love boat. Does that count? Yeah, that's Princess Cruises. No, I've never been on a cruise. I, I'm kind of afraid of deep water, but one of my movie critic buddies had a... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, I, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, an, it's a layup. Go ahead. Afraid of deep water? Yeah, I've got a phobia of deep water, and I've been a lifeguard. Go ahead. I mean, I'm how? afraid of the ocean, but Help also yourself. on a cruise. How, how, how does that even happen? How are you afraid... I, don't know. I, I can't explain it, but you just get all the mileage out of it you want. But I'm, you're not I'm, actually I'm like... In the watcher, you're. It's almost like you're afraid of heights. You're almost like you're saying you're afraid of heights in an airplane. Oh, I'm, af- I'm afraid of heights too. Mark, I got I got the perfect rebuttal for you. Anytime now that you bring this up, go ahead. We know more about space than the ocean. Okay. That okay. It, you don't want to. If we know more about space than the ocean, why are we going in the ocean still? We to, don't know what's in there. No, to your point, every single thing in the ocean. Can move faster than you. See, even better. <laughs> yeah, but at least we have technology where we can survive in the ocean. We really don't have technologies to survive in space. Touche. Well, you can only survive for a little bit longer, relatively speaking, in the ocean. Okay? Of all the people who've been falling overboard and they find them the next day and what have you, you can 
tread water for a while. Did you see oh, that? Yeah. Did you see that drunk guy that fell overboard sure on did. the cruise? Yeah, sure did. <laughs> and I'm not surprised it doesn't. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often because if you're on a cruise ship, the railing, and I'm not a tall guy, the railing only comes up to maybe your chest level. How does that not terrify you? Because I don't dip my head over the railing. You could just <laughs> you could piss somebody off and they could just toss you over. Like for example, I when I ride public transportation, I don't go right up to the end of the platform because I'm not going to be the person who's going to be pushed in by a homeless person or someone who's, you know, who's just mad at me or recognize me. I don't spend time at the railing on a cruise ship. Okay. I don't see how you, don't you have that kind of hypnotic need to just go over and look over the edge though? No. No. There's a word for that. What do you call that? Sensible? It's no, it's like that same urge that, that people sometimes get to like jerk the wheel and go over a bridge or something. There's an actual clinical uh, psychological term for this. No, I don't I don't have that whatever it is. I don't know the name of it, but cruising is a great time. You just have to be sensible. Like for example, if you kn know you like to drink, then stay off the open decks. Well, that's it for me then. <laughs> Well, but I'm just saying, and and I used to buy all the drink packages, yeah. and I know I was not going to wander on the deck next to the rail after drinking. I just I just don't do that, you know, because I'm not going to be a statistic. Well, hopefully not. I, maybe it's an irrational fear. I don't know. But no, it's not irrational. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it is deep water, but I wouldn't connect the deep water to the cruise ship. That's all, because you could be in deep water. You know, swimming. I, I know we have to go to a break, but I just want to, what I think is hilarious about cruise ships now is all the stuff that they've crammed onto the decks of these things, like like carnival rides and stuff now. Oh, it's that's a, it's awesome. A, it's a movie yes, it city. it is awesome. It is a, it's a, it's an amusement park. It's a city. They got a mall. Casino. Yeah. Casino. Yes, there's plenty of things to do having nothing to do with falling overboard. Yeah, the wretched excess of it is hilarious to me, and it kind of does make me want to do it, despite, do it. Do despite it. Do my it. paralyzing do fear. Do, do not do it. No, you really should do it, Mark. Okay, we're going to do fun. it. we got to go to break. We'll continue this in just a second. This is John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We were talking about how Los Angeles and Long Beach Harbors are scheduled to have 28 different cruise ships of 10 major cruise lines in the coming year and since 2019 this will be the first full year in which masks are no longer required except under certain circumstances and most of the cruise lines have also dropped COVID-19 vaccination and testing requirements for passengers which sets the stage for the type of experience ostensibly which you would have on a cruise ship now post-pandemic as opposed to last year or even in 2020. 18 for that matter it because there are more um offerings specifically in southern california that's different and i say that as someone who's done a lot of cruising there wasn't much out of la we were always flying somewhere now it may not be uh, it still may be limited as far as the number of places you can go but if you're new to cruising i Highly recommend it. You can obviously go to Hawaii. I've seen cruises, obviously, to Alaska and Canada and Mexican Riviera. And I know they do have some which go to South America, but those are longer in nature. And, Eric, you were saying – no, I'm sorry. Um, I wanted to bring you back in because you have also done a couple of cruises, but you haven't done it in your well into your adult years. Yes. I, I did one when I was probably going into about – sixth or seventh grade to mexico 
out of out of uh, I believe we left out of San Pedro, mm-hmm. and then uh, when I the summer I graduated high school, it's the same time as my grandparents' fiftieth anniversary. So we all went on a cruise to Alaska, and that was out of Seattle. Here's the best argument I can make for cruises for someone who's never been on a cruise. It is a great way to be able to sample a number of locations without having to dedicate or commit to a singular location. Like, for example, my wife's first cruise, it was a Caribbean cruise. And for me, it was no big deal because I've done a Caribbean cruise before. But it gave her the opportunity to, like, the the Virgin Islands, U.S. Virgin Islands, to go to Aruba and, and other places and also the Bahamas. And we went to Aruba, and we couldn't stand it. We did not like it at all. And it's something that we can leave out next time. For example, when we did our Mediterranean cruise, we went to Barcelona. I love Barcelona. She loved it, too. That's a place where we want to spend more time in a more formal vacation. So it gives you that opportunity. I don't know why. I'm sitting in the studio, and I'm looking at you, and I don't know why the anxiety is building up inside of me. I don't know why I'm anxious and and scared in this moment just hearing you talk about cruising. Tell the truth. You're the same person who doesn't even like subways. Okay, look. Me and subways, that goes back to the whiz. But I will go on a subway. No problem. Even though I have just my... You got to explain that. My, oh, oh, the, this, oh, people this, don't know about the whiz? This is the John and Ken audience. They may not know about the whiz. Oh, man. In the whiz, there's a classic scene where uh, the whole no, 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 cast and crew to, is... You have to, you have to really back okay, up. The okay. whiz... Oh, is an not, African American. Not even know what the Wiz is. Yes, we can't assume. Oh, okay. Can't so assume. the Wiz is an African American retelling of the Wizard of Oz, set in seventies, uh, late seventies. Late seventies. It starred Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, uh, Nipsey Russell, uh, Mabel King was the Wicked Witch. Uh, who else was in there? Ted. Um, Ted King played Ted the, King. Yes, the uh, lion. So I mean, look, all star cast. Uh, uh, Quincy Jones did the soundtrack. Phenomenal movie. If you have not seen The Wiz, treat yourself to The Wiz. Once you ease on down the yellow big road. Oh, man, this one. Oh. Fantastic soundtrack. Michael Jackson as the Scarecrow. Richard Pryor. Yes, as the, as the as Wiz. The Wiz. <laughs> man. Oh, this this was stellar, a stellar production. But you were saying you don't the, like subways. Yeah, there was a scene as a child when you watch The Wiz, there's a scene when they go underground and they're in the subway and trash cans start coming alive, the pillars start coming alive, and they start chasing, you know, the crew through the through the New York subways. And after that, I was like, this must be what it's like. Because when you watch that as a kid, you're like, I'm not going down to a subway ever. So the connection, if I read you correctly, is being in a place where you can't readily get away. No, it's because I am petrified of dark, open waters, i.e. the ocean. I don't like it. I'm not down with the ocean. I don't know what happened as a child, but something has caused me to be afraid of open ocean waters I can't see through. I don't know how anyone doesn't know the Wiz. That's blowing my mind Look, even more I, than your cruise. Talk. I don't want to assume, so I want to to use the opportunity to enlighten someone. Okay. 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 Hey, look, like cruising, I think you should 
be open to look, you're not feeling yeah. what my brother-in-law my sister's husband doesn't like to fly refuses to get on a cruise ship i don't know if it's like a um a claustrophobia type thing and i can understand if you felt claustrophobic on a ship until you actually get on a cruise ship and see how massive those mother fathers are that's why my grandpa always gets a room with a balcony i always do just because i like the sound and sight of the actual oh, ocean. Oh, for sure. But it's the best sleep I ever get. All I think about right now is is something rocking the boat and me flying out the balcony into the water. You don't even feel water. it. You don't no, feel I'm it. I'm not doing it. You feel more oh on an God. airplane than you do on a cruise ship. Facts. Oh. Facts. I, Turbulence I, is oh worse. Oh, my God. This is, this, is, this is so scary to me. My daughter's go- my daughter is going on a cruise for her thirteenth birthday. She and well, she's and, like, and your kids went on a cruise not too long ago. Yeah, they did. They just went on one. They loved it. The first time they were like, "Oh my god, it's the best experience." Now my daughter's thirteenth birthday. They want to go again. Daddy, you're going on my thirteenth birthday. Yes, you won three, and I'm like, uh, no. Can we do something ahead of time? Can we like, you know, do something that amusement what, meet park? at the pier or something? I don't know. <laughs> the dock. Look, oh, I my stomach is almost churning right now. I'm not even on a boat. It's a ship. <laughs> Haven't you seen Titanic? <laughs> That's like, I'm not going to go on uh, an airplane. Just, haven't you seen Airport 77 with George Kennedy? It's like, come on, man. Come on, man. This is the Johnny Ken Show. Get on a cruise ship. Like, what's the song? Um, Smokey Robinson, Cruising. You're going to fly away. Glad you're going my way. Isn't he in Cadillac? Because Cadillac is like you're just cruising on the highway. Can we get some Smokey Robinson cruising before we go to break? You know, that's different. But Smokey's talking about cruising, even though he might be on the boat. Yes, probably performing. It's it's a classic song, though. It is. It is. It doesn't make me want to get on. It's actually the first album I actually bought. That's really Robinson cruising album. Yeah, good taste. We got another 30 seconds before we go to break. Now I really want to go on a cruise with Tawala. That sounds creepy. I didn't I didn't before he started saying that though. Mark and Tawala cruising away together. I can see it now. It, it's going to be you trying to keep me from killing everyone that walks near me for fear they're going to try to throw me over. Mark is going to want to jump over because he's going to get right next to the rail and look over there. Drunk. This is the Johnny King Show, KFI AM640. We are live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io. Slash Parity Flex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.